Hi, this is Cynthia Swan for Esoterica, a short feature that addresses topics beyond the five senses. I want to talk to you about a piece called Making the Connection. As a young Catholic child, when preparing for my first confession, I was very anxious. My older brother, who tormented me as only an older brother can, told me that the confessional was pitch black inside, and if you said anything the priest didn't like, the priest would reach through the window and slap you in the face. I was a gullible, impressionable, and anxious young eight-year-old, plagued by self-doubt, and the fact that no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't attain perfection. And believe me, I tried hard to be perfect. I went into the confessional on that assigned day, enumerated my sins, and when the priest asked me to recite aloud to him the Apostles' Creed, I froze. I was dead silent as the entire memorized prayer fell out of my memory bank. He exclaimed, What? Are you not a good Catholic? That did it. I had reached the point of hysteria as I could go from contained anxiety to uncontrolled hysteria in three seconds or less back then. I literally peed in my pants and all over the pad I was kneeling upon. I bolted out the door and accosted my father, screaming and crying while grabbing dad's clothes. I yelled, get me out of here. Suffice to say, it didn't go as planned. I was a far cry from perfect. However, I survived the incident. So did dad. And Father Toomey never again asked me to recite my penance prayers aloud to him in a confessional. The next sacrament I had difficulty with was my first communion. The host got stuck on the roof of my mouth, and I had to use my index finger to dislodge it on the sly. I don't think anyone saw, but for years I felt tormented that I would go to hell for touching the host with my unworthy index finger. Imagine my relief when years later the Catholic Church said it was okay for parishioners to touch the host. That skeleton dissolved from my closet. This muddling through the sacraments continued until much to my parents' chagrin and great disappointment. I left the Catholic Church in search of a religion or a spiritual group that I felt I would be a better fit with. All throughout my late teens and 20s, I searched for the one church where I could truly feel the communal connection to the divine. I never found it. I stopped searching for the perfect religion or church and discovered some spectacular teachers and their teachings throughout my 30s. They inspire me still, as do the environmentalists, poets, artists, and musicians. I discovered that Maine's natural environment was every bit as awesome as any cathedral I had ever entered. I found my need to belong to a religion leave me. I even discovered my need to find that one perfect teacher leave me as well. Yet throughout my early 40s, I still always felt like a dilettante in life. I never stuck with one system or teacher or path. I'd always secretly criticized myself for this until I learned that the meaning of a dilettante is one who delights in everything. I felt that definition was true of me. All along the yellow brick road of my life, for the most part, I've enjoyed skipping along. Being an old movie buff and believer that art does reflect life or vice versa, I reconnected with my childhood heroine, Dorothy while watching The Wizard of Oz for about the 44th time. I knew she had it right as a kid, and now as an adult, I remembered again. 
everything I had and have ever longed for has been available to me all along. Every moment I come home to my heart, I am connected. My heart is my church, my teacher, my divine communal connector. Like Dorothy, I too have traveled to Oz. <laughs> Sometimes I still go back to Emerald City and get lost for a bit. But eventually, I find my way back home. And I'm relearning to follow the path of my heart. I find it is the most wondrous expedition of my life. Thanks for listening. This is Cynthia Swan for Esoterica.